Good morning, kind folks. Welcome to the KVMR Morning Update. Here on Tuesday, August 29th, I'm Steve Baker. White bird in a golden cage. More on that after your regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley. Today, sunny and a high of 86. Tonight, widespread haze between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., otherwise clear with a low around 60. Wednesday, 91 and sunny. Sacramento, today, sunny and a high of 94. Tonight, areas of smoke after 3 a.m., otherwise clear with a low around 67. Wednesday, sunny and hot and a high of 98 degrees. And Truckee Tahoe, today, sunny and a high of 76. Tonight, clear and a low of 40. On Wednesday, 81 and sunny. And Placerville today, mainly sunny and a high of 89. Angels Camp today, high 93 and sunny. According to the Washington Post, David Laflame, whose electric violin helped introduce a new sound to San Francisco's music scene in the 1960s and shaped one of the hits that captured the era's spirit, White Bird, a dreamy meditation on breaking free. Well, he died earlier this month at a health care facility in Santa Rosa. He was 82. Laflame passed from health problems related to Parkinson's disease, says his daughter, Kira Laflame. Laflame and members of his band, It's a Beautiful Day, sampled from the mix of folk, rock, and psychedelia in San Francisco as they shared gigs and swapped ideas with groups such as the Grateful Dead and Jefferson Airplane. Laflame's edition of the five-string electric violin with driving crescendos and soulful adagio brought flowing subtleties different from anything guitars or keyboards could match. Whitebird emerged as a collaboration with his then-wife and keyboardist, Linda Rudman, for the group's debut album in 1969, It's a Beautiful Day, a name taken from the joyful cry of a passing motorist one sunny afternoon. The song became the group's signature work and part of the soundtrack of the 1960s from its opening harmony by La Flame and vocalist Patti Santos. Whitebird in a Golden Cage on a winter's day, in the rain. And then the song's message as a refrain. White bird must fly, or she will die. La Flame, who also played guitar, described the song as a struggle between the pull of freedom and the compromises of conformity. The white bird in a golden cage represents someone trying to break out of the constraints of the affluent middle class, he later said. The song's setting, A Dreary Day as Leaves Blow Across the Long Black Road, was drawn from personal experience. Mr. Laflame and his wife were living in a Victorian house in Seattle during a series of performances the winter of 1967-68, working on music in the attic with a Wurlitzer portable piano under a window. Laflame says they were looking out from the attic window over the street in front of this old house. It's describing what I was seeing out the window, Laflame wrote on his website. At first, Whitebird struggled to find an audience. It was a difficult fit for AM radio at the time because of its length, more than six minutes, and the novelty of Mr. Laflame's violin solo in the middle. But FM stations, particularly the counterculture formats on college radio, embraced the song and the group as hippie troubadours. Over a career spanning more than five decades, Laflame showed no surprise that the violin had found a niche alongside rock guitars and thumping bass lines. 
I think the violin, probably more than any other instruments, closely mimics the voice, and my first love was singing in the voice, he said in a 1998 interview. Now a major break for It's a Beautiful Day came in October 1968, when singer and guitarist Steve Winwood of the band Traffic came down with a throat condition and couldn't perform in a joint gig with Cream at the Oakland Coliseum. The concert promoter, Bill Graham, contacted It's a Beautiful Day as a fill-in. A record deal with Columbia soon followed. Meanwhile, the creation of White Bird took about two hours, says Mr. LaFlame's first wife. She worked on the chords while he crafted the lyrics. They shared duties on the melody. The song kept evolving, but that was the birth of White Bird, she told the music site Please Kill Me in 2020. When we finished after two hours, David and I looked at each other, and we knew we had a beautiful song. On to the Sacramento Bee. After decades of growth, California's population will remain flat over the next 40 years, the result of an aging population, lower birth rates, and migration out of the state's coastal regions. That said, pockets of California are expected to see significant growth, according to the latest projections from the state's Department of Finance, and many of those pockets are in the Sacramento region and Central Valley. San Joaquin, Placer, Merced, Yuba, Sacramento, Solano, Yolo, and Stanislaus counties all will grow by at least 10% between now and 2060, according to projections. San Joaquin and Placer counties are projected to grow by about 25%, while Sacramento County will add more than a quarter million new residents, one of the largest jumps among the state's largest counties. Demographic experts with the state attribute the projected growth in those counties to a continuation of the COVID-era migration that sent residents from the state's expensive coastal urban centers to the relative affordability of Sacramento and the Central Valley. And finally, Sherry Papini, the Northern California mother who was convicted of faking her own kidnapping, has been released from federal prison and transferred to a halfway house under custody of federal authorities based in Sacramento, according to the B newspaper. And now her new release date has been scheduled for October 29th of this year, six months earlier than the original release date. Birthdays today include actor Elliot Gould at 85, music artist Michelle Indigo Cello, now 55. Now let's send you back to your Tuesday morning show and see what music chef Paul Emery has got cooked up for you right now. <laughs> 